Welcome to the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs show, a safe place for women to heal and grow, where we discover our value, share our tears as we go through the hard times and rise up as we become empowered to meet our challenges head on. So I was sitting in the passenger seat of my car with one of my teenage children behind the wheel getting ready to take off on a drive with me as their driving instructor. Now, I told myself to take a breath and relax before my child turned the key in the ignition and put their hand on the gear stick to throw the car into reverse and back out of the driveway. So within seconds, you know, the, the key was turned in the ignition the engine started, the car was put into gear and the car was moving backwards out onto the street and instructions just started pouring out of my mouth. Everything was just happening so quickly and I found myself saying stuff like, take it easy, nice and gently over the curb. Please be careful not to scrape the back of the car on the road over the, the decline and use your mirrors to check that there's no one behind you. and." just take it nice and slow. So all of these things were said even before we started off down the street, very intense. So teaching my children how to drive, it has been taking a lot of my energy lately. And there is just so much that experienced drivers like me do every day that has just become second nature and trying to teach someone else who is just learning to drive is a great reminder of how much control and responsibility that we have as drivers now the why am i talking about driving what on earth has this got to do with this podcast well, it has a lot to do with this podcast because it is about control and what is in our control. Now, the way I look at it is that we are all drivers in our lives and we don't learn the skills on how to drive if if we don't learn the skills on how to drive, then things can just get out of control in our lives. So it's really important to learn those skills, right? Because at the end of the day, when we feel like we've got things under control, then that is the time where we can actually relax in life. If things are out of control, then of course, that equals a lot of stress, which is something I've been experiencing a lot more than I'd like lately because my children are still gaining experience with driving. And so there is a lot that I need to do to um, at an arm's length, be helping them by instructing them and um, helping them to make the right choices when they're driving. So what I want to do today is I want us to take a little drive together just to remember what we need to do to be able to steer the car of our lives in the direction that we want to go and to know when it's okay to accelerate and move forward and when perhaps it's time to actually slow down 
And also, of course, when it's time to stop. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's take a quick break to breathe and hear about how to find the keys that you need to be free. You're off to a great start because you've found this podcast to help you to heal your heart. Now, each episode is jam-packed with support and inspiration, but don't forget to check out the episode notes, which is set up to be your life support station. In there, you'll find links to a crisis support list, plus a way to contact us and so much more to help you close the door on fearfulness and pick up the keys to a life where good things are going to be again in store. Okay, take another breath and let it go and turn your attention back to today's show. Just a caution, if you feel unsafe at any time, please stop listening. You can come back any time you are in a safe place to listen to the rest of the podcast. Your safety is the most important thing to consider. So I like to think of being in control as being the one who's in the driver's seat when I'm driving, I get to go as fast or as slow as I want. I get to go where I want to go and I get to stop and park when I want to as well. So that's not to say that I can go over the speed limit and it's not to say that I can park somewhere where you're not supposed to park, but you know what I mean. So the reverse is true, though, when um, I feel like my life is getting out of control. So I feel then not like I'm the driver, but like I'm the passenger and somebody else is in the driver's seat or maybe there's no one in the driver's seat and that's a really scary place to be. So how am I going to get back into that driver's seat again? Because Really, if you want to be in control of the direction that your life is going, you are the one who needs to get behind that wheel and steer it in the direction that you want to go in. So as I mentioned in the um, intro, I've got teenage children and Right now, two of my eldest children, uh, they're not really children anymore. They're emerging adults. So they're both learning how to drive at the same time. So I haven't got one lot of stress with one of them learning to drive, but I've got double. So, um, and I'm doing really the lion's share of the, the driving with them. So in doing that, I'm really getting a sense of having to let them be in control. And um, although I'm still the instructor I and I'm still the one giving them directions, 
and they do need to follow my lead, I am really still at their mercy because at the end of the day, they are the ones who have control of the car and there's really very little I can do except to hopefully get them to listen to me and follow my instructions. So many parents, um, they will just opt out of teaching their kids how to drive because they find it just too stressful. So I've decided to engage in this process and be a part of it, but it's teaching me a lot as I go through and not just about my children, not just about um, driving, but it's also helping me to have this kind of reflection on how this applies to our lives. So now I would absolutely be lying to you if I told you that it wasn't stressful for me. It, it just always does take a toll as I find myself just holding on to nervous energy and it, and this nervous energy, I can feel it. It's getting stored in my body. I can feel my shoulders really tensing up. I, you know, start getting a really sore neck and um, because everything's, you know, I'm sort of bracing myself at times for when I'm saying, slow down, slow down. And, um, and it's not that my kids are bad drivers, okay? It's really not, but it's just that they have control and I don't have the control where normally I'd be the one behind the wheel. Normally I'd be in control of when I'm braking to come to a stop when we get to a set of lights. So they're actually getting really quite competent, but just putting them in charge of the driving does tend to make me anxious. So like many parents, I find myself just putting my foot down as we're driving along and I can see that we need to come to a stop or we need to slow down because perhaps the car in front of us is slow down and they need to just adjust their speed. And so I find myself like pushing my foot down. And if you've ever done this with your children and help them with learning how to drive, you know what I was talking about. You're kind of like putting your foot down as if you were putting your foot on the brake if you were driving. And of course it does nothing, but it's just this automatic response that you have because you're wanting them to, to stop and, and you know that's the action that you would take if you um, had to do that. So, um, yeah, it's been an interesting time and we are getting through to the end of it with my elders, who, um, of these three, who um, is yeah not that many hours off now being able to get their license here in Australia um, you need to do 120 hours of learner driving before you can actually go and do your driving test the practical driving test um, and before you can get behind a wheel on your own and drive independently so there's a, a pretty heavy load of hours that um, not only that child has to do but also if it's the parent who's assisting them in learning um, has to do to get the hours up to help them to get the level of experience they need to be that competent driver on the road so 
as I said, you know, having this experience, it's actually taught me a lot. It's a big part of me letting go of micromanaging the lives of my kids and giving them a chance to step into a world of adulthood and responsibilities and understanding that, you know, they need to take charge. They need to take charge of steering their lives in the direction that they want to go. So um, like many mums of children who have lived through um, abusive relationships, I've done my fair share of helicopter parenting with my kids and I'm much, much better now. But, you know, it was done with very good reason because and if I hadn't done that, I would have been a neglectful mother because what was needed at the time was for me to be super vigilant and make sure that I was doing everything in my power to keep my kids safe. But then I had to transition out of that phase of being really super vigilant because there was a real threat to there maybe being a real threat, but maybe not anymore. And what did that look like? How much, you know, did I need to keep tabs on my children at that point? How much freedom could I give them um, in the big wide world again when there was still maybe a risk and maybe there wasn't a risk? That was a really, really difficult um, time for me to transition through um, until I got to this place of feeling okay again that uh, we were safe and that my children could have their freedoms back. And I guess, you know, at an age where my children were older and able to have that level of independence and really know what it was that they needed to do in terms of uh, responding to a crisis if there were ever a crisis. So, yeah, why am I saying this? Because perhaps, perhaps, and this may be the case for you too, is that perhaps you uh, have got some control issues because of um, the things that you've been through because you have needed to protect yourself, because you have needed to be on the defensive because another person has been trying to control you and has been trying to dominate you and your life. So it's very understandable if you come out the other side of that and you still have your guard up and you don't feel particularly comfortable about letting somebody else get into that driver's seat because it's really important for you to feel in control. That's what helps you to feel safe. So, um, so nine years on, I know that my kids, that their safety isn't at any imminent threat anymore. And I know that that danger's passed and, Having this time with them learning how to drive, it's actually shown me how much I needed to still let go of, um, but also still be there, that it was okay for me to still be there, give them the guidance, but at the end of the day, know with absolute certainty that I was not in control, that they actually were the ones who were going to be steering their lives in a direction of their choosing. So it's been a great experience on that level because I think it's really helping me at this particular point in my life. Um, a lot of 
the time, I think, you know, it's hard to let go of children and see them at that transitioning phase in life where they're getting ready to leave the nest because they've been in your care um, and you've put your all into raising these children and um, giving them uh, whatever you can give them in terms of providing them with security and with a, a safe roof over their heads. Um, and I know that there are struggles for a lot of parents where they'll feel this emptiness as children leave the nest. So um, it has been a very helpful way to, for me to prepare myself for this next transitional phase in our lives as the kids get ready to really get behind that steering wheel of their own lives and start directing their lives in, in a direction of their choosing. So now having said all of that, you know, um, the reason that I'm focusing on this particular point about being in the driver's seat of your life is that sometimes when there's a lot going on, we can feel as though we've been taken out of that driver's seat. And so what do I mean by that? Well, it might be that life has just gotten so busy with all the things that you have to do that no matter how good all of that stuff is that you are doing, that it's actually become a bit of a weight and it's actually just exhausting you. You feel like maybe you're starting to run on empty. So, um, and it can feel like maybe you're not really in the driver's seat and it's a really, it's quite a confronting place to be when you can't see anybody else in the driver's seat either and that's when it gets a bit scary because it's like well who's actually steering this car who's actually steering my life in any particular direction at the moment it just seems to be spinning out of control so really the question that, you know, I would like to answer is, you know, what do you do when this is the case, okay? There's obviously going to be more than one option of what you can do in that situation. You know, do you shrug your shoulders and just say, well, I guess there's nothing I can do about it, but just allow this to keep happening, so that's that place of powerlessness. That's that place of um, feeling as though you're a victim and you're a passenger in your life. You, you're not going to be able to get into the driver's seat and that's really not a good place to be. So how about we try and get you into another space of where Maybe you'll start saying things like, you know, wow, you know, things are really great in my life, but God, you know, things are moving so fast that I'm, I'm worried that if I just keep going at this speed, I might lose complete control and things could turn nasty. So maybe you're feeling as though 
uh, something's got to give. You you just have that sense, that foreboding that if something doesn't change, that things are going to really have a negative impact on you and um and you know something has to give so that's a slightly better position to be in because because there's still that possibility that you can do something about changing the speed that you're going at or the direction that you're going in so um anybody can get to this position it doesn't matter how fantastic things that are in your life and if you are a driven person like me you might find it really easy to keep adding good things into your life because they're good and you know why wouldn't you just keep adding good things into your life but there's only I'm going to get to this in a minute but there's only so much that we can do there's only a certain speed that we can drive in that's why we have speed limits because if you go over the speed limit then it becomes dangerous to either yourself or to somebody else so limits we have to understand that we all have them and as much as we'd like to engage in every good thing in life we will be faced with choices and we won't be able to go in every single direction all at once it's just not going to be possible so it's easy to feel um like the things that we have got going on in our lives are all must do's you know things we have no say over so that's again that's that place of feeling as though we have no say we have no power over what we are doing um and if that is a place where you're at at the moment then i really invite you to take some time to have some reflection some quiet reflection on that because what you will find in those moments of quiet reflection is that possibilities of how you might do things differently are going to drop in. And why do I know this? Because this is what happens for me and this is a big part of why I'm doing this episode today. Um, so things having so many good things going on in my life that's what's been going on for me lately and I have decided to put the brakes on a little bit and I have decided to slow things down a bit and as I have made those decisions then I have had the space for alternatives to come in for different ways of doing things to present themselves so that I know that I'm in control, I'm in the driver's seat, I've got the steering wheel in my hands, I have got my foot on the brake when I need to put it on the brake. So I'm not talking about coming to a complete stop, but it actually has gotten to that point for me to where I have needed to slow down and actually stop because I don't stop so much of the time. And if you don't stop, then you don't allow yourself 
any time to refuel and we all need to refuel there is no no car that goes and goes and goes and goes without being recharged it doesn't matter whether your car's on petrol gas diesel or electric they all need to be recharged and so do we so I'm always encouraging you, my beautiful, beautiful listener, to get support with your struggles and to either seek counselling or some form of therapy. And I want you to know that I practice what I preach. I don't just tell you to go and do something and then I go and do the opposite thing. Um, so I still have counselling sessions and I had a counselling session recently and my counsellor knows me very well and uh, she knows that I have a tendency because I'm, I'm a driven person, I have a tendency to add things to my already very lovely full life and so one of the observations that she made in our counselling session when she heard about how busy I was and how depleted I was feeling um, and how it was beginning to make me feel overwhelmed and like things were maybe not so much in my control at the moment. And so when she said to me, she said, listen, it's not about your capability because you are super capable, but it is about your capacity. And when she said that, I just went, oh, of course, you know, this is absolutely no reflection on how much I, you know, can do, but am I able to sustainably be able to do that or is there something that I need to look at doing less of so it really did help me to understand that I needed to put the brakes on I really loved that because that simple statement reminded me that I was the driver and I do have a choice on how fast I go or how far I go each day each week, each month, and each year. So this message is really for all the driven people who may be listening because I'm a driven person too. I'm driven to do as much good in my life, as much good as I can, and to do as many good things as I can in my life. That means the things that I love, the things that I'm passionate about. When I'm talking about those things, it's about care, caring for others. It's about singing. I, you know, I love singing. And so that's a really important part of my life and um, something that I, you know, really want to keep doing in my life. I love this podcast. I love doing this podcast. You know, I'm super passionate about it. All of those things, you know, are the good things that are in my life, my relationship with my family, you know, I absolutely love. I've had catch-ups with my family over the last couple of weeks. I've had my mum come and visit. I've had 
um, my husband's uh, children, grown children come and visit and stay and it's all been fantastic. But because I've been so depleted because my life has been too busy, um, I haven't, I've just been exhausted as I've been doing all of these lovely, beautiful things in life. And so this has made me very aware that it's time for me to slow down. It's time for me to just give myself that time to recharge and refuel. And what it's done is it's, it's, it's just reminded me that, you know, every road in life, it, it, whether it's the roads that we're travelling on literally to get, you know, from A to B, um, but, you know, roads have their twists and their turns and we can't stay at the same speed when we're going around a tight corner in life, we have to slow down and we have to do that. Otherwise, we lose control. So, um, and as I said, you know, we can't keep going forever. We can't drive and drive and drive and drive and drive and expect that we're going to keep going without stopping and refueling. So, you know that I love this podcast and you know that this podcast is it's 100% a passion project of mine. You know that I care about helping you to get support with the challenges that you're facing and that won't stop, okay? But you may have heard that over the last several months, like I said, I've, you know, I'm driven and I add things to my life and I've added a couple of new enterprises to my life. And these enterprises are things that are very important to helping me to move forward to the next level in my life. So one is meaningful work that I'm doing in the community and the other is upskilling in vocational training. So what that's meant is that I have less time to dedicate to the podcast and for me to be able to grow the podcast in the way that I want to so that it reaches more and more women who have been impacted by abusive relationships, I need to put the brakes on in some way. I have been really diligent about releasing a podcast episode every week and that is quite an um achievement really it's quite an achievement because there is always so much time involved in creating the podcasts you know the editing um and the you know the production side of things plus all the things that need to go on to create the episode notes to do the marketing and uh, it's a lot of time a lot of energy and um and one of the things that I know has been really important to me to establish this podcast is consistency. Consistency, you know, is very, very important to growth and development. And I'll speak more to that very soon. What I've decided 
is to release an episode once a fortnight instead of once a week. And um, I want you to know that I've got many guests who I've got booked in who are survivors of domestic abuse who have generously um, shared their experiences in interviews, particularly with what they have done to help them to heal from their past, for you to gain insights from and inspiration too. Plus, I have a ton of topics that I want to canvas with the extra time I'm giving myself to really research and provide relevant information to you on really important topics like how to get a personal protection order or a typical profile of an abuser or just asking that question, what is abuse? And then answering that question, this is what abuse looks like. And taking a look at, we have looked at red flags, but another episode on red flags that everyone should know about. And looking at things like, when is it time to go? And life after abuse, you know, what does that look like and what can it look like? Then a very important topic for parents to listen to is about child custody. And another which I guess ties into when it's time to go is looking at escaping violence. Another very important topic topic that I want to go into more depth on is recovery from financial abuse. And um, that's really important because the more financially secure you feel, the more secure you are going to feel in other areas of your life. That is such a foundation piece. And it doesn't mean that we need to have a million dollars to feel secure. It just means that we have to have enough so that our needs are being met, the needs of our children are being met. Once those needs we know are being met, we're able to relax and enjoy life more so it's a very very important topic and that you know and it really does um, bleed into areas like housing security and all those important things that uh, really mean the world to uh, how you are going to feel confident about moving forward in life and yeah, that I do want to talk more about secure housing options too. I think that is a very, very important topic um, as there's so much housing insecurity that goes on. And that's one of the leading reasons that keep women stuck in those abusive relationships because of that daunting pressure of what I'm not going to be able to find anywhere to live um, it's a very, very difficult thing to do. And we're going to talk more about that on a future episode. So we talked about, um, you know, what is abuse? So more on that, I guess, it, looking at identifying abuse is being really important. And then talking about things like protecting personal effects and protection orders and seeking that protection order, which I mentioned early. And if there's anything that you would like to know, 
about, you can jump into the episode notes and click on the link to contact me. I would love to know if there are any questions that you need any help with having answered. So, and with some extra time up my sleeve, I'm going to create a guide to all the topics that I have covered so far. So it's going to be a bit like having um, that um, glossary, uh, you know, at the front of a book with all the, the contents listed in it. So that way you'll be able to take a look at that list and refer to it and you'll be able to reference relevant episodes to help you find out what you need to know, looking, you know, the things that you're looking for when you have a particular issue that you need some insight into or perhaps some inspiration for. So be sure to jump into the mailing list as well um, because when you do, you can do that also through the episode notes. When you do that, you'll get updated with everything new that is hot off the press too. Now, so the older I get, the more I realise that taking things slow enough to actually respond to them instead of reacting to the things that happen, the better. So I'm, you know, I'm getting better and better at remembering to put the brakes on when things are speeding up so much that I feel like I'm losing control. I want to enjoy my life. I want to enjoy the moments. I want to enjoy this meaningful work that I'm doing. And when I know that I'm starting to not enjoy it because I'm feeling really stretched, really overwhelmed and starting to feel a bit burnt out I know that things are not in balance and I need to slow things down and when I do then I'll have more to give and that's the way that you will be too if you slow down if you take time to stop and refuel you too are going to have so much more capacity than when we were talking about what my counsellor said it's not about your capability it's about your capacity so if your capacity is your tank is running on empty then you don't have the same capacity to go places, to do things, to speed anything up. You know, you will be slowing down till you actually do come to a full stop because you don't have any more fuel in your tank. So that's your capacity. Your tank is your capacity and you've got to make sure that you're recharging that. So if your life's feeling out of control, I'd really encourage you to put those brakes on, slow down, to a speed where you feel like everything is back in your control again. And if you need to, like I said, just come to a full stop and spend some time refueling and don't go that extra mile where you might conk out. I I remember going on a drive um, with one of my children who's learning and we went for this long drive through these mountains that like a mountain range and when I was mapping out the trip and I looked at how much fuel we still had in um, the tank I thought yeah we'll make it to like the next major town 
and we came so close (laughs) to running out of gas and that was uh, you know one of those really stark reminders I was like praying you know please God get us to the (laughs) petrol station because we were literally out in the middle of nowhere and um, I didn't fancy you know having the car break down and having to get um, what we call our roadside assist out there to um, put some petrol back in the car again so yeah don't get stranded because you have run out of petrol so like I said before, I've, you know, been really super consistent with the podcast over the last two years, putting out one episode after another week after week because staying consistent is something I know is a key ingredient to growth and development. But so is rest because rest allows you to recharge. When you recharge, you've got the energy that you need, obviously, to keep going. So Um, The great thing is that I can actually do both. I can, you know, still stay consistent with the podcast, but I'm just going to space it out now. Instead of it being a weekly release, it's going to be a fortnightly release. And I can still stay consistent. And um, and now I can build that time in to rest a bit more. And in the end, as a result of slowing things down, I can grow this show at a slow and sustainable rate. So remember, you might have the capability of going super fast, but what is your capacity? How much fuel do you have in your tank at the moment? You can can you sustain that super fast speed day in and day out? Or just like any engine, do you need to stop and refuel? So the world, just remember, you know. The world that we're living in, today's world, it is super fast paced. So if we're living in the super fast paced world, it means we're burning up that fuel a lot quicker. Okay, so that means we do need to be very mindful of that, that we're running our tanks down low because of this fast pace and the demands that are put on us. So if you're driving, you know, fast, you know, you're you're going to run out of fuel faster. So just remember, you know, even machines need recharging. You know, there's no no car, as I said, that is on petrol, you know, um, or gas or um, diesel or electric that doesn't need recharging. They all need recharging. So this world that we live in, we're also learning more and more that our resources are finite, okay? They're not inexhaustible and neither are we. And you don't have to go a fortnight without listening to this podcast, okay? So if you enjoy listening to this podcast every week, I would encourage you the beauty of podcasts is that you can go back and listen to them any time that you like. And for me, you know, I love listening to podcasts when I'm doing my chores 
I, you know, I pop on my headphones and I listen to my podcasts and it just makes all the chores just go, you know, by effortlessly. And I like doing, listen, when I'm in the car on my own, that's it. I'm listening to a podcast. So, you know, perhaps you've got times in your day that you like to tune in. And I tell you, there are podcast episodes that I love going back to and listening to over and over again, because I've missed out on some little nugget when I've listened to it the first time. And I really want to get a hold of that nugget again. And so I'll listen to it again. You can do that with this podcast. You can go back. There are over a hundred episodes for you to listen to. So possibly you haven't heard, you know, all of the episodes. So go back and listen to those episodes. I encourage you to just go back over them, look at the subject titles, and I'll keep you posted on when I'm going to have that um, that glossary ready for you to be able to look at each podcast topic and then for you to be able to reference and see which episodes relate to that particular issue or that particular topic. So I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know what your favourite episode is and why it's important to you. (sighs) Big breath. It's time for me to head off and slow down, maybe come to a full stop and recharge. And I will see you again in a fortnight's time. Sending you lots of love. Stay well and stay safe. Sandy. If you would like to be a part of a growing community to fast track your healing journey, you can do this in a couple of ways. One way you can do this is to become a supporter of this podcast by becoming a patron. This will help me to help you and other people just like you to discover the resources that are included in this podcast to help you rise back up after hitting rock bottom, after experiencing different forms of abuse. And like I said, you can do this by becoming a patron of this podcast. It's super easy. Just go to the episode notes and click on the link to become a patron. When you are a patron, you will receive exclusive bonuses like the behind the scenes audio files with deep and meaningful insights from conversations with guests that are not included in the podcast interviews. Plus, there are a range of special building blocks to help you to rebuild your life. So go check it out. And you can join the growing Rise Up with Tiara's Tears and Triumphs Facebook group with over 400 members where you can troubleshoot issues you're having. Every victim and every survivor of abuse has expertise. And being part of a community of peers gives you a safe place to get answers to questions that you have and to share what you know with others. Again, just go to the episode notes to become a member of the group today.
We all go through dark times. When we do, we often feel alone. This is a safe space for you to come and look for some light. I'm a survivor of an abusive relationship and for a long time I had no voice because I was too scared to speak up and speak out about what was happening to me. I couldn't see a light at the end of the tunnel, but when I turned a corner in my life, the light started filtering through and I left my old life behind. I am here now to help other women feel seen, heard and valued. I'm reaching out with my light shining on you to help you find your way out of the darkness. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. A note of encouragement. If you are struggling with your mental health, please reach out for support with some form of counselling. If you don't know where to start to find a counsellor, a good place to start is to talk with your doctor. There are also many online counselling supports available. And a word of advice, if the counsellor is not a good fit for you, try another. And if you need to, try another until you have one that is the right fit for you. Tune in again for the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast, helping women who have been hurt to heal and grow, hosted by me, Sandy J. This program provides a safe place to work on inner peace and a strong mindset, spells out how to spot the red flags, advises on ways to stay safe and work on effective safety planning, gives tips on how to look after you when things are tough, teaches empowerment strategies, acknowledges life's challenges and explores ways to meet these challenges head on to go from surviving to rising to striving and finally to thriving. The show includes interviews with other survivors who have come out the other side, who share their stories and insights, as well as interviews with therapists and people working in support roles. I am a survivor and I use my experience and skills to help other women like me. Please listen and be uplifted to rise in this safe space where dignity, kindness and compassion are treasured. And don't forget, if you need some support, I am here for you. I don't want any woman to suffer alone in silence. I don't want any woman to feel oppressed and feel that there is no way out. I want you to know that you can turn a corner. I am a life change facilitator. I help women regain control over their lives. You can find me at sandyj.com.au. Hey now, can you just pause a moment before you go? Because I need you to share your light and leave a review. Can you just take a quick minute to leave a review in iTunes to let other women know 
This is a show they can trust. It would mean the world to me if you could help shine a light for someone who can't see the light at the end of their tunnel. I need you to do this for someone else who needs some support and encouragement. If you like this show, please subscribe and you will automatically be updated with future episodes when they are released. And please share this podcast with anyone you know who it might help. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Sending you lots of love and light and above all else, wishing you well. You are brilliant. Keep shining. Stay safe. Sandy.